Today on Locked On Rockies, the strikeout continues to be a massive problem for the Rockies on both sides of the ball, but especially on offense and with the young guys. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome to Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the eighth day of August in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here. Uh, Today on the show, we're going to talk about the problem of striking out for the Rockies and uh, the fact that, unfortunately, it's getting worse and uh, highlighted by the fact that it's young guys doing this. So how worried should we be about strikeouts? How much should we consider strikeouts, especially after a game where the Rockies, well, what did they do last night? A lot of striking out. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, Rodgers being removed from the, uh, the the lineup late. Some other Rockies making their appearance. And uh, is there time left to make enough adjustments here in the season for the Rockies to uh, improve on their strikeout numbers and uh, other things as well? We'll dive into all that and more on today's episode. Before we do, thanks for making us your first listen of the day. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Just search Locked on Rockies and you'll be taken to where you need to go, especially on YouTube and the SiriusXM app, or on SiriusXM Radio. You can also find your play-by-play action of the Colorado Rockies there on SiriusXM, so don't miss out on all the great coverage there. This year, the Colorado Rockies have struck out 1,048 times. That makes them sixth overall in all of baseball, and um, honestly, not as I, I thought they'd be a little bit higher but the, the, the fact of the matter is, it's getting worse. And uh, we're going to read a little bit here from uh, Thomas Harding here. Talking about the Rockies, young guys going through a bit of a baptism by fire. Here's, the, uh, here's what I want to focus on from uh, Harding's piece. Baptism under fire, young rocks show growing pains. Uh, here we go. Over the season, there are teams more strikeout prone than the Rockies. Monday's game was their 49th with double-digit strikeouts. They entered the night tied for 8th most games of 10 or more strikeouts. In those games, they're 19-30. and 30. Before Monday, their record in such games ranked 18th in the majors. Nonetheless, it's a problem, and it's an accelerating but explainable issue. Since the All-Star break, the Rockies are 10-11, and 11, a comparatively respectable clip for a team that's an NL worst 44-68. and 68. But since the break... The pivot to first and second year players has only accelerated. On Monday, rookies Tovar, Nolan Jones, Michael Tolia, and Brenton Doyle started as its second year man, Ailerous Montero. As the experience level drops, the strikeout frequency rises. Of the Rockies' 21 second half games, they've struck out in double figures 13 times. Tovar, who has started from opening day, has a 27.6 strikeout percentage per plate appearance while showing marked improvement judging the outside breaking ball from right-handers, but others are alarming. Montero, 40%. Tolia, 36%. Doyle, 36%. Jones, 33.3%. That's where we're focused on, kind of here. Is there enough time in the season for these players to to turn their around? And and honestly, the big highlight there is going to be Montero, especially, I think, out of all these guys. 
And, you know, Freddie Peralta is a good pitcher, but but it says something about I, I the, something about the scouting or, or that the Brewers have, or, or at least that Freddie is getting against the Rockies, shows that they can get a, a, a read on these Rockies pitchers. I, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm glad reading through this, it kind of puts it into perspective because things can get, feel a little bit worse than they are, especially when it comes to the amount of double-digit strikeout performances the Rockies had. Uh, it, you know, eighth most, I thought that they would certainly be higher, but it being more so, 13 of those happening uh, of their double-digit strikeout performances now uh, uh, happening happening in the second half. The frequency and the rate that the Rockies are striking out in double-digit uh, appearances, it, it's getting worse. So, how concerning is that? It is. It, it it's it's alarming in the sense of. Oh, are our are, are, are young guys outmatched by major league pitching? Are they are they unable to read certain pitches? For for some of the guys, it certainly does see that. I mean, they they are certainly attacking each of the Rockies rookies, or you know, for in Montero's case, as a second year with specific pitch selection. But the Rockies have also gotten performance from these young guys that makes you feel a little bit better about it when they are making contact and when they are hitting the ball. Let's go back to Harding here. Among the youth, the best offensive performance have been Tovar, batting 253 with a 702 OPS, and Jones, who even with the strikeouts has been solid, 276, 362, 476 with nine home runs since making his season debut in late May. Doyle, a regular since late April, has seven homers despite his contact issues. Montero and Tolia have been fed steady playing time during the second half. So hitters' reaction to the game was mixed, as can be expected on a night where there wasn't much that could be done about an efficient pitcher. Yet the Rockies have to put the ball in play more efficiently. It's something that Bud Black himself is even talking about. Uh, he, he mentions that in this piece here from Harding. We've got to do a better job of putting the ball in play, Black said. I know that's a focus we're talking about, trying to cut down on those strikeouts and just put the ball in play. Our guys, just through experience and playing in close games, are learning. Yes, they are, but it, it's it's really unfortunate that the, the trend is where it's at right here. I mean, it's, it's a perfect storm for the Rockies. Playing good teams, second half, teams trying to heat up, teams in a groove. So, while it's an alarming trait that it that has been highlighted by a game like last night and highlighted 13 times out of 21 games in the second half, uh, well above uh, you know 50% of the games there, I guess not well above over 50% of the games, but but over 50% of the games the Rockies have played in the second half, they're striking out 10 plus times in a ball game. Those we need to see that number slow down. We need to see these guys adjust, and we definitely need to see these percentages decrease. We need Montero to lead the way. And I think one thing with Montero, especially when you're looking at Montero and Tolia's high percentages as well, not given the same amount of opportunities and ample, consistent opportunities that Doyle and Jones and Tovar have received so far this year. But on top of this, the Rockies in themselves, it's not just the young guys. It needs to be led the way. It's not just the young guys who are striking out. Ryan McMahon is one of the players that has struck out the most this year in all of baseball. Ryan McMahon ranks fourth in the uh, in all of baseball this year at 136 strikeouts. Luckily, he's the only Colorado player there in the in the top 20 uh, here, uh, going even as far as uh, the 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 top 25. Ezekiel Tovar comes in 
there with 113 strikeouts. And uh, that's so, so the Rockies players themselves kind of have some mixed, uh, mixed results there. But they do have a, two key contributors, at least, with triple-digit strikeouts. And Brenton Doyle himself is approaching on that as well. And the Rockies will finish with multiple people with triple-digit strikeouts this year. So someone like Ryan McMahon has to also be making adjustments. And there has to be a question that's being asked of, what's happening with Ryan McMahon and his, and his high strikeout numbers? He's been someone that struck out a lot in his career in general. But with the increase in, in, in so far in the second half in intended plus strikeout games, the Rockies offense are suffering. Where, what type of adjustments can you be making to negate the 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 path that they're currently on? Even with the Rockies being able to 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 play some decent ball and and, and win ball uh, some ball games so far in the second half. For success, I mean, a successful. You will be encouraged by all the young guys if that you can see a decrease in those strikeout numbers. But the question is, with the amount of time left on the schedule and with the talent that's coming that, that the Rockies continue to face, do they have enough time to adjust? And what type of an adjustment can we hope for and be encouraged by from the Rockies in general? We'll talk about that and uh, lots, lots more coming up here in segment number two. Of today's episode of Locked on Rockies, let's first, before we keep up our conversation on Rockies baseball, let's tell you about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a source for you if you're looking for somebody to talk to, somebody to navigate the complexities of life, someone to help you with that new move or that new job. BetterHelp just gives you a little bit of clarity when you're faced with life's tough choices. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB. BetterHelp, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot. And uh, folks, thank you again so much for ch uh, checking us out on YouTube, checking us out on your favorite streaming service. We really, really do appreciate that. And uh, we really do appreciate you checking us out on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app as well. Uh, they got you covered for all your play-by-play -play action for the Colorado Rockies. So we're talking strikeouts. We're talking all sorts of of Rockies baseball here on the pod today. And while I'm worried about the strikeouts, because I'm just worried about the Rockies offense in general, just because of the lack of overall offensive production we've seen for a bit, the Rockies have to break out of an offensive rut. And I'll be more encouraged by the Rockies ability to do that. If this team turns around those strikeout numbers here in the rest of the season. So the question is, is there time left? Is it possible for the Rockies to adjust? Yes, there is. I mean, obviously, it's only the beginning of August. The Rockies have plenty of time 
to go up against it and 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 make adjustments when it comes to batting and uh, and figured out the caveat there though the Rockies don't really take a dip at all when it comes to the Rockies if I'm looking at the schedule correctly uh they play one two no one team that is uh looking at no postseason baseball or at least no potential of postseason baseball and that's the White Sox coming up at a homestand the Rockies are going to be facing elite to good pitching that's gearing up and getting more and more ready for postseason ball as they continue two more games against the Brewers they go to LA Diamondbacks coming up the Rays the Orioles so and of course, another it's another stint against the Braves. The Blue Jays are involved. The Giants are still there. The Cubs, Padres, and the Twins. So while these very while the the rotations of these teams vary, and and the dominance of these teams' uh, pitching staffs certainly varies, the level of talent and the importance and significance of these teams picking up wins against the Rockies is going to matter. So the Rockies are going to be finding themselves going up against good pitching, which which, if we see those numbers decrease from the trend that they have started from the beginning of the second half, you're more encouraged by the Rockies' offense overall because as we as we saw yesterday, I mean the, that's a good look at your Rockies lineup going forward with the with the exception of a couple of pieces there. It's not crazy to think of in 2024, Tovar, McMahon, Rogers, Diaz, Jones, Mon- uh, Montero, Tolia, and Doyle all in the lineup in, in to start that ballgame. So, as with everything, you just kind of have to take stuff with a little bit of a grain of salt. So, I think they have the time to adjust, and they really are. I think baptism by fire is the appropriate analogy here, and it's. I think it is the right way. These guys are going to realize and learn what it takes to do major league at bats because not only are they going to be experiencing them and going through them, and they've already been experiencing plenty. They've had some of them have over you know hundreds of at bats this year or and, and gotten in the dish a lot, Tovar especially. But it's a way for them to continue to take an opportunity and learn and grow. Because sooner rather than later. If this team is going to reinsert itself back into the limelight, they're going to have to be able to go into an, a game with an opponent that is better than them and make in-game adjustments. There wasn't a single Rockies player that was able to make an adjustment yesterday, and that includes the young guys, but it also includes some veteran players who got multiple at-bats in that one. What's key for the Rockies and what's key for the young guys is for them to be able to come back out in this in this next ball game and be able to make some ruckus and drive in some runs. It's we'll we'll see. We'll see if it happens. We'll see the Rockies doing this and 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 putting up more energy and life into their offense will mean the Rockies will, are going to be hopefully better in the close ball games because what a tale of two different uh, two different games there that we saw as the Rockies have now played back to back one run ball or well I guess it wasn't a one run ball game I'm sorry I, I had that wrong because at one point before the explosion of offense it was a one run ball game it was close that you were going up neck and neck and you had the benefit of Tovar getting a, a a quick jump off of off the talented pitcher 
They just need to build off that. And, and it's just, I know there's great and dominant pitching, but it's the Rockies themselves, just when they go up against some of these people like Peralta and, and, and what we've seen in the second half as teams have, have their players really in the groove is the approach just seems off. They just seem, they just seem outmatched and they seem like they get down early. At this point, if you're Montero, you gotta know that they're throwing you more stuff. If you're Tolia, if you gotta know that they have a book on your weaknesses. Like they've all had enough major league experience that you gotta be able to go up there thinking that you can make an adjustment. And it's super easy for me to sit here and make this stuff, of course, as hitting in baseball just continues to get harder and harder and harder to do. I just want to see this team reverse their trend the, the because even though they've shifted younger and now they're and and, and it's going to you know as the trade deadline gets gets further and further away and the moves the Rockies have made get get weeks and weeks away those games are going to start piling up and the Rockies can't continue at this pace of almost every other game they strike out 10 plus times because on if if that trend continues it's not just simply on just the players. It's the approach that the Rockies themselves are taking to the game. It's the philosophy that they're instilling in the team. It's how are they teaching these players to to get ready and prepare and and what are they looking at? How are what are how are they studying players? What are they seeing when they're gearing up and looking for uh you know as as they are get ready to face some of these pitchers because if this trend continues as striking out is only getting worse, the Rockies aren't doing a very good job of helping and preparing their young guys for, for going through this tough part of the season and uh, this, this baptism by fire as they have labeled it. So we'll see where the Rockies end up. It's still, you know, like we said, there, there, there's, there's still reason to believe that this team isn't, you know, not, you don't have to get too bogged down by by it in the sense of the Rockies aren't as bad as other teams, but they're certainly close. They're not that far out of being third in all of baseball when it comes to strikeouts, only being a little less than 20 strikeouts behind the Giants up there. Uh, now, the Twins are up there. Same with the Mariners. Uh, they The Mariners have struck out 1,117 times. Uh, the Twins, 1,171 times. So the big difference there, uh, at least in terms of strikeouts, it would take a bit for the Rockies to to make that jump. But it is going to be super concerning if we do look at the end of the year and see that the Rockies have indeed made that jump. And uh, just kind of to put it into uh, to perspective, especially with this team, when the team struggles like they did yesterday when it comes to striking out, uh, this is a Rockies team that is not doing a lot of damage uh, as a team striking out batters being last place in all of baseball striking out batters. And like we said, the Rockies are going up against some of these teams that are going to be really competitive and looking to continue to exploit the Rockies when it comes to strikeouts. Some of the teams that the Rockies place that are leaders or that the Rockies still played this year that are leading in strikeouts include the Minnesota Twins, the Toronto Blue Jays, that Chicago White Sox series, uh, they still will see Atlanta there at uh, number 10, right underneath it, Tampa Bay Rays. So you are seeing uh, teams that certainly 
have strikeout potential and uh, the ability to strike batters out this year, they uh, that is certainly going to be a factor as they match up against the Rockies and certainly how they're going to look to attack the Rockies as a whole when they go out uh, when they go after him there. But uh, whew, man, what a what a what a what a real tough season for the for for the Rockies when it comes to striking batters out in 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 total. I mean, being nearly uh 300 strikeouts behind the league leader uh on the on the defensive side of the ball that 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 doesn't help things either striking out has been a problem on both sides of the ball but uh the worrisome trends have you have you on pins and needles a little bit but if the trend is reversed then you're encouraged by the progress and the adjustment the young guys are making to get better and make it so that they're having more control and more abilities and more discipline at the plate and that'll be a good thing for the Rockies all right, let's look ahead to uh, tonight's game. Uh, there's one thing to keep your eye on here as uh, we look through uh, so the matchups and such. Late scratch for the Rockies. Well, not late, late scratch, but a scratch nonetheless that uh, will make you raise your eyebrow a little bit here as well. We'll dive into that and more coming up here in segment number three. But for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers only. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. Hey, you can also find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Check us out there and uh, let us know what your thoughts are about the Rockies here in the comments below. Rockies matching up with the Brewers yet again. Always mad at the Brewers, never going to lie. After the last time the Rockies were in the postseason, and how that series went. Always got a little bit of ire towards the Brewers, but Brewers are sitting in a pretty good spot, playing uh, some some uh, good ball here, especially at home, 32-26 and 26 now after yesterday's game. Uh, they have won three of their last five ball games here for the Brewers, and uh, like we said, Rockies got to be better when it comes to the strikeout, and it looks like Brendan Rodgers is now day-to-day on uh, the injured list here, at least according to ESPN. I'm going to refresh Thomas Harding's, uh, uh, let's see here. Haven't seen the official report of what is up with Brendan Rodgers, but maybe they're just being uh, cautious with him, so to speak, and uh, it, just hopefully it's just it's nothing too, too much. But he was diving around on the ground yesterday. I mean, you were seeing Rodgers play an aggressive and physical style of ball yesterday. And, and since he's been back with the club, hoping it's not too serious and not too crazy because we'd love to continue. I mean, 
Brendan Rodgers getting as much action this year as possible is a good thing. I mean, as we as we mentioned, uh, in, in, with talking about him before, I, I think it can't really be understated what what his importance can be to this Rockies team. So we're gonna have to keep our eyes on that and looking at that because that will change things for sure. As the Rockies go through and approach uh, going through the rest of the season and uh, continue to figure out, I'm, I'm glad Trejo's getting the time too, as at least here in in the re, in the replaced uh, for 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 the late scratch. I, I want to see a lot more of Alan Trejo throughout the rest of the year. I mean, we've seen Harold Castro, we've seen that, but I I think that Alan Trejo has been someone who kind of deserves to 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 get his shot as well as you're going through this. Tough, I know, when you're when you're really trying to get uh, Brendan Rodgers in there, and and work that out. But for a guy that needs to for, to to plug him into the lineup and 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 go from there, that's who I'd like to see keep getting this. I'd like to see Trejo getting the starts uh, for the uh, for the Rocks going forward. I, I just just to see what we got and just to see uh, how he can uh, how he handles things here uh, so far and, and how he handles uh, you know taking up uh, just. Good pitching, all that stuff. Just because it, he's a guy that we kind of know, we we we've seen a bit, but it'd be nice to see a good stretch. And we've seen a couple of stretches here. He got 150 at bats here on the season, just about. So more abs to this year uh, than Montero, uh, but uh, and and Tolia, for example. But good to see more of. And uh, he's he's had some advantages and, and done some damage at least. Uh, you're not blowing the doors off of anything, but batting 248. Driven in 17, he's got four stolen bases on the on the year as well. He had that big home run that he hit. So continuing to watch what happened to Brendan Rodgers here. Uh, let's. It, it's just a. Uh, it, it still says day to day. So we're so nothing that uh, nothing that I can see there so far. We'll keep our eye on that. Hey, but uh, Rockies also did get to uh, some good news in form of Ryan Feldner. Through his second bullpen after suffering that uh, that skull fracture, so good news uh, for him as well. Rockies also do make a uh, promotion here, and uh, Cole Tucker is heading up to the Rockies, and uh, Coco Montez back down to the uh, minor league here. Uh, according to Thomas Harding, Tucker was hitting three eleven with an eight seventy nine OPS uh, for the AAA Albuquerque Isotopes. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. See if he gets uh, gets into the, the the game as well here at some point. Someone that uh, could also be seeing some time in, at, at second base. I would imagine if uh, if Rogers isn't going to be uh, able to play too too much, but uh, we'll see. Like I said, day to day, nothing breaking about Rogers at the moment here for uh, for us to focus on uh, so far. Rockies uh, look to hope for a good start from Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland, 4-12 on the year, 4.86 ERA, 72 strikeouts, and a 1.47 whip. The Rockies have lost Kyle Freeland's last four starts uh, for him, and uh, Freeland in those starts has gone uh, six innings in three out of five of those, but crooked numbers in back-to-back ballgames for Freeland and the home run continuing to be an issue for him as well. Let's hope he can get into that six strikeout range like we saw in the last start at least and then avoid the long ball there because uh just like we saw last night the brewers they'll heat up they'll do the damage and they'll do it quickly they certainly got some good bats and and christian yelich has uh gotten himself back into uh real real good form there it looks like so far this year so rockies brewers coming your way here in just a couple of hours and uh folks 
That is going to do it for us today on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Why don't you go check out the Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and Locked on Buffs podcast for more Colorado sports coverage here on the Locked on Podcast Network. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Locked on Rockies on YouTube. Find us there. And folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.